Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Days and Infused. We're very privileged to have Larry Scheffler, the co-CEO of Planet 13 in Las Vegas, probably the nicest, most innovative, and dynamic dispensary in the world today. Larry, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Larry, I, I can't help but say when I saw the videos and I started at the beginning to see the plans and your, your efforts and how you got this thing off the ground, so much planning, so many years, you probably had two or three years into this, this project. Absolutely. It's very impressive. Thank you. Uh, why don't you tell the people at home, if you have like your 15 second elevator pitch about what planet 13 is. Well, planet 13. And again, Bob and I, my partner, co-CEO, uh, they said, how did you guys come up with this? Why did you decide to do it? Uh, uh, in fact, uh, we had a few investors, a couple of the competitors, when we were working on it, telling what we were doing. When they left talking to each other, they said, I see a Korean barbecue here in six months. I don't see their vision. They're just never going to make it. Wow. So we together have been in Las Vegas over 100 years. We're okay. used to the entertainment and, and everybody wants to be entertained. It's our job to entertain them and figure out how to entertain them. Since we grew up with this our entire life, we thought it was a natural. So uh, uh, we decided that we needed to be closer to the strip. Our first avenue first, of course, was you can't, you can't be within usually a mile either side of the strip because you can't be in the gaming corridor. Right. We then decided that uh, we'd both been in government before on the Henderson City Council. And so we did our, our due diligence. We found a donut hole that was not uh, zone gaming. We knocked on a door to door, found this property, it was 112,000 square feet, and as it morphed into everything, we wanted to build the largest in the world. Everything we do, we like to have the largest, the best. I, my printing company, I've had 42 years, is the largest in the state of Nevada. Wow. So anyway, so we decided to do this and create entertainment. And as we, uh, I'm more the creative guy, being in graphics all my life, so I love doing that. Bob is a, has his background as attorney, so he does that very well. But we still take our ideas together and figure what we're going to do. I start coming up with ideas and interactive floors to entertain people. This 10 by 16 foot one. We have 15 foot lotus flowers on the roof that we saw in Burning Man and found an artist who created for us. We have an outdoor graffiti wall that you stand 30 feet away from the wall and use a paint can with a laser light that paints graffiti on the wall. To when you walk up to the building, we have a uh, 25 foot uh, red orb representing Planet 13th water going around it. Yep. Then again, as you go in, you walked into the largest dispensary in the world. We wanted to look more like a mall than we do a, a dispensary. Some of them are, some are okay, like a little shopping center. Other ones are, you wonder if you should wash your hands when you get out of the dispensary. Yeah. We had a grand idea what to do. And then we also got the uh, uh, giant orbs, four feet in diameter, that run by computer. First ones installed in the Western Hemisphere. They do a show above all the people that are buying their cannabis change colors and light and go to music. Uh, again, another show for them. The video cameras come out. They advertise for us on social media all over the place. 
That's what we do a lot of advertising. And that was our first phase, of course. Uh, and then just real quick, we went to our second phase, which opened up payer in uh, right before the coronavirus hit. And that is production, uh, a 118-foot uh, long wall, 20-foot tall, showing you how to make gummy scores and chocolates and infused drinks, just like uh, Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Incredible. You're a showman. I mean, that that's Vegas, though. I mean, and I that, don't. That is Vegas. Are, are, are you are are you a native Nevadan? I know. I was born in in Minnesota. Came out with the Air Force and loaded okay. bombs for four years on F-111s. Okay, right on. Um, within the the boundaries of retail, I grew up in retail. Okay, okay. my dad ran a big company in retail, and I I've been to Vegas a million times. Outdoor retailer back in the day, you know. So uh -huh. I've seen Vegas for many years used to stay at a place called the Hops Motel. No, long since gone. But uh, Vegas has always been the epicenter of all things new, different, and cutting edge. Entertainment, uh, gaming, uh, cannabis now, and everybody who comes to Vegas takes something home with them, mentally or physically. They take something home. And I, 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 are you finding that the Planet 13 experience for, for the visitor is something they take home. Do you hear from these people down the line? We hear from all of them. And they're really our biggest supporters because they come and, and see these, these interactive uh, entertainment parts that we put on from all over the world and never seen anything like it in the world, anything we've done. None Nor have I. Nor have I. I've never seen anything like those orbs you have floating around. They're incredible. Yeah. yeah. We, we're working now also just you know on two robots that help do the canning of the drinks and every hour they get into a fight. One throws a can at the other one to get into a sword <laughs> fight. A loser pours a window or a drink. These oh are all God. things that people haven't seen. The first thing to do is, again, like I was saying, pull up the video camera. They take a picture. They send it to the friends. You've got to see this place. I've never seen anything like it. It's unbelievable. And, and, and yes, they are taking it home to, other pe uh, to their people, to other friends. And that's why well, it's growing so much week over week and month over month. Yeah, my team, my team came back and they were incredibly impressed with your place. They were insanely impressed with it. Right. Yeah. We and, and and our big thing is service, service, service too. Everybody better be friendly. How do you want to be treated when you're in Planet 13? We get rave reviews on our bud tenders and the knowledge of our bud tenders. In fact, it just had an award last year at Mandalay Bay for the best bud tender in the world. Seven thousand people applied. We took first place, the first runner up in the world. Well, congratulations. Both of our training and what we do, we just take it so seriously on the customer. So on that front, do you have experience or people on your team, are they very versed in the retail sphere? Because you don't get that kind of feedback unless you have retail savvy people on your team. Yeah, we do have retail savvy. I don't know retail savvy like maybe you have in real retail. They have retail experience, but it's really driven by Bob and I ourselves. Mm -hmm. on how we expect just using common sense how do you want the people to handle it they add a lot to it we got a fantastic team but i don't know if anybody's got the real retail experience we went out to search and find and you're going to help us it really comes from bob and i putting it down to uh, all of our employees that are fantastic and seeing what we how we want the experience to be how you got to treat the customer what they expect to see right and then maybe it's, I didn't really have retail experience, but again, I still own a, a printing company, a couple of hundred people that work for me and we mm -hmm. deal with all the casinos and gaming and, uh, and so, so on Bob again, to have worked with another big company. Uh, so like you that. basically are using the Ray Kroc model. You got to start in there and you're, you, it starts from the top 
and everything comes down from the top. And if, if you've got the good work ethic, you've got the good ethos, it's going to reflect in your employees. Right. And it really is common sense. It's just common sense how you want to be treated. Well, that's, that's good because, it, you know, the experience here and I, I have a brand called Shuggies. We make a sugar and an agave syrup infused with THC, low dosage, and I engineered it. I'm the inventor of it and I engineered it for women and um, or around women and lower body mass for the lower dosage. And uh, I have a consistent problem with some dispensaries that don't understand the retail model and they're very flower centric and that's what they want to sell. Now, that's fine. Certain dispensaries have their way of doing business. That's great, you know, but I view the dispensary and I think you probably do too. I look at it like more of a grocery store. You, you got to service everybody. Right. We, we have so many products and for us to prejudge somebody without us trying it or even trying it on the floor as a test first, we're open to everybody on and everything. We have 50 different vendors we buy from, yeah, from gummy stores and chocolates and drinks and flour and, and, uh, and, and tinctures and and uh, shatter and uh, from all over the place. And everybody's different. Not everybody wants the same thing. No. So we want to service them all, but what sells the most, we have the more selection of the ones we don't. Mm -hmm. We have maybe less selection, but we look at well, everything. And you you do control a lot of your vertical integration too. I, I noticed you do have a lot of um, grow operation now. Yes. Is that correct? And yes. you do have a huge real estate portfolio. So you're probably utilizing some of that for that. Uh, operational things, especially for canning or, or bottling, whatever you're doing. Right. And, and again, I, I, like to give you a little quick story, Bob and I, and I haven't smoked, used my own product, product at all yet. Last time I smoked was 1970 in the Air Force. I was loading bombs, arming planes, going out for a run at Nellis, taking a smoke and then going out to set the fuse. I mean, we weren't brain surgeons. Oh, I still got on my fingers, so I'm okay. But other than uh, that, so... Uh, yeah, so we didn't know what idea. we were really doing, and we said, we got to find a grower. Well, we don't know what we're doing. If we can't find a grower, what are we going to do? So we went, and uh, I got a recommendation, or we saw six or seven different guys. They'd come in, they go, yeah, dude, I, I agree some good stuff, man. You're so stoned, you can't even look me in the eye. Yeah. My son-in-law then says, hey, I got a guy that works with me, wants to know if he can grow for you. He runs a big paving crew. I'm thinking, Bob, all your guys are felons or ex-cons. They hit each other over the head of once a week with a shovel, I don't think it'll work. Well, come to find out after putting him aside, he brings that guy on. We meet with him. He's our head grower and vice president. We gave him part of the company because in wow. 2015, he took first place in the world with flour. He's wow. taken first, second, or third in the world in Amsterdam for, uh, since 2014. So Amazing. Lucky with that, too. So a little bit of a blessing on that part. Well, you know, one of my guests on the show her was uh, Andrew D'Angelo, who runs the Last Prisoner Project, and his his goal with his brother Steve, who I'm sure you know, Steve D'Angelo. Yep. Their goal is to get all people who are wrongly convicted, would I consider wrongly convicted of cannabis crimes, out of the U.S. penal system, and that effort goes on every day. And there are places for people who are in prison. I know several of them who came out and went on to great careers afterward. And it was all because they got convicted of cannabis crimes. And it's, it's still a crime to convict those people. I don't believe in it whatsoever. It's I agree a hundred percent. Travesty. Um, when we come back, let's talk a little about, uh, after this break, we'll talk a little bit about your experience in, in Henderson as a councilman and what you learned from that. And I'd like to know your historical relationship to cannabis 
after the Air Force and loading bombs. So why don't we why don't we do that? And we'll be right back after this break. We'll be back to crave your sweet tooth with more dazed and infused right after this. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots and close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. Tonight, we're very, very pleased to have Larry Shuffler, the co-CEO of Planet 13 in Las Vegas, probably the nicest dispensary in the world. Larry, welcome back. Thank you. So, Larry, when we left for the break, we are talking about um, your experience in Las Vegas. Um, and you were on the city council, I believe, councilman in Henderson. Correct. So you know the ropes in, in Vegas, for sure. Well, we think we do. The ropes seem to always change, though, don't they, with with politicians. And I'm really, oddly enough, even though I served on the city council and Bob was mayor, my partner, while I was on the city council, that's how we met. I'm really still, since I've been a teenager, anti-establishment. So I, I always- Good for you. Good for you. Authority. That's why I'm saying cannabis is the same as alcohol, even better, without the aggression. Add to yep. that all the blessings that come along with the, with the medical uh, benefits that come with it. Well, why we why did we put all the people in jail? I couldn't agree with them more what you said earlier with uh, Steve D'Angelo. And he's yeah. been over on the tour and a real nice guy and where he might do a, a, a different project with uh, somebody who's going to work with uh, one of our suites in there. But uh, I just, 
congratulations on him trying to help get all these people out. Yeah, he's doing a good job. I mean, it's the Lord's work what he's doing because I probably didn't answer your question right, but I'm sorry. Go ahead, Max. No, it's all right. No, but um, you know, working within structures of government and working within the boundaries, it's always a fight, especially in cannabis. Here in California, it's, it's a freaking nightmare every day. I mean, when you when our team goes in to take a metric transfer into a dispensary, there's no fewer than 16 pieces of paper and a lot of signatures and a lot of problems. And it's just overloaded. And, you know, when I, I like your comment there, it's, it's like alcohol without the violence, you know, because what we have in cannabis, and I, I got really on board with the cannabis movement years ago when I heard the um, head of the DEA for the Reagan administration. I'm of a certain age, Larry, you can probably appreciate this. And I heard him in pre- TED Talk days where he did a lecture about cannabis and his his whole subject was we don't have any data that shows cannabis causes any crime other than financial crime meaning a robbery that occurs during a can an illegal cannabis transaction other than that there are very few incidences where a guy gets high and goes robs a bank or takes hostages or or hijacks a plane it doesn't exist right. now you can't say the thing, same thing about alcohol and do you think this is changing the face of Nevada, the face of Vegas? Do you think this is going to lead to a, I don't know, kinder, gentler Vegas? You know, is it going to morph? I think it will. I think we're in the early stages of it, but I agree 100% with you. As more and more people get used to it and, mm -hmm. and, and accept cannabis as being natural and, and, and safer, uh, and a great experience, uh, and, and they switch more over to it, I think, yes, absolutely. They say that in about a one every four drivers coming at you is legally drunk. Oh, that's pretty scary. Uh, and that's a lot yeah. because it's alcohol's everywhere. Gambling's everywhere. Uh, I think it'll go down. I mean, that's that's my hope, too, because there's a lot of aggression with alcohol, as we all know. Which oh, yeah. Is, which, which every is family, every family in the United States, I don't care who you are, yep. has been affected by alcohol in some in some way, shape, or form. Some something has happened to somebody in your family that affected you adversely, and yep. it's not a positive thing at all. And people who continuously come down on cannabis as a harmful drug don't understand, or they're in the pocket of somebody else that they're just telling them this is not a good thing. Well, we're hoping too is they get a great experience for going into a dispensary like ours. It's not the little hole in the wall that they're thinking. It's not the the dank dark alley they're going to go down that they heard about. We get a lot of response on, I had no idea it could be this nice. Right. I mean, so we're really happy to see that. Again, we're seeing uh, in February when coronavirus hit, uh, we were seeing 3,500 people a day coming through the front door. That's from wow. around the world. Only 14% are locals. The balance are from around the world. Mm -hmm. and, and we track where they're from. We can't track their names or market to them, but we can see at least where they're from in the world. And that's spreading to other people in the world and other people from those areas because everybody still comes to Vegas. That's very they, positive. That's help we're doing to spread it everywhere and give them the, a good experience so they go home and continue with what's going on. Yeah. Part of our hope. So, so um, why don't you tell the folks at home where Planet 13 is located? Are you on the Strip or are you down Old Town? Where are you? We are 2,500 feet directly west out the front door of the Wynn Hotel. Go oh. out the hotel and walk 2,500 feet, and we're right there from the that, That's super convenient. 52548 West Desert Inn Road. Wow. Okay, well, that's fantastic. So hopefully you know, when this all breaks, and Vegas is opening, right, a little bit? 
Vegas is open a little bit. It'll probably start on the 22nd, we think. Uh-huh. Uh, that'll happen. And then we're, we'll also are adding more. We had more plans, but we got more different suites opening. We got 35,000 square feet more to add attractions, <laughs> which we have ideas on yet. Yeah. And Friday, we just started with the largest uh, dispensary in California. We just started the plan. We have where, the license. It's locked in place. Can you say where that's going to be? That's yeah, in Santa Ana, California. Uh, All right. It, uh, it's a 55,000 square foot full build out. With wow. the same of the same attractions, but not everything is Vegas. That's California beach community, LA scene, but it will be over the top with things that will entertain you and amaze you when you go in, but totally different than Planet 13. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Let me ask you something. I'm, I'm sure some of your friends back from the Minnesota days come out here and visit you. What do they think about what you're up to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they shake their head wondering out here how I am in the, uh, in the marijuana because I take drug lord. And of course, a year and a half ago, we bought a legal brothel 120 miles north of here. And well, there you we, go. Bought it, we shut it down and bought it because we have a grow up there also. So then I'm a pimp and a drug lord, so they don't see many of those from the high school days. <laughs> <laughs> Good story, Larry. That's fantastic. I love it. You know, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, <laughs> if you throw a little alcohol in the biz there, you've got everything covered. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> where, where do you think retail's going? I mean, where do you think it is? It's in the cannabis state. Where is retail going? Is it going to be big box? Is it just going to be more attractions like your store? Well, it depends how long after schedule one is over and we're off schedule one. Of course, then you see the big boys come in and the pharmacies and some of the, even the casinos will come in. That's three to five years away. But everything will get, be a, a grander thing. It will be a fine shopping experience. So you'll be able to buy it all over the place. Uh, yeah. And it won't be the little... 7-Elevens anymore. It'll be it'll be larger ones like we have. I don't know anyone hasn't copied us yet. I mean, I'm glad they haven't. Uh, but uh, I don't understand why they're not copying what we're doing with the success we've had so far. Uh, we plan on being in 10 or 12 cities across the United States, always in a customer-related tourism type thing. Mm-hmm. It's big enough for a, a, a ball club, professional ball club is big enough for us. It'll probably work great. So, so I'm sure you're looking at Detroit, Chicago, uh, Branson, Missouri, because I know Missouri just opened up all their medical licenses yeah. down Boston there. Boston so is great. Uh, oh, sure. Phoenix is great. Florida is great. So, Boston's the biggest. Boston. Uh, I, I think you already know this, but the people at home probably don't. Is Boston is the number one exit ticket in the United States? I believe. Um, very, very, very big cannabis consumers there in Beantown. Yeah. They like, yeah, they like their weed. But even Southern California, we get 55 million visitors a year. Southern California gets 50 million visitors in Southern California. Oh, yeah. And we're in the middle of Orange County with 34 cities, and only one city is legal to do dispensary. Then that's or it's uh, Santa Ana. The rest are illegal. All of that's right. Cities, yeah. I'm in some dispensaries in Santa Ana, so I know yeah, okay. it's, a, it's a tough well, one. Well, you'll have to come there. and see us, too, because we'll talk with uh, – happy to talk with you and see what we can do. I'd love to talk to you guys. I, I mean, just the ethos that you're in and the way you're doing it and the way you're presenting it and the way you're presenting retail and making an interactive experience is, is just really nice for people. I um, There's only one guy I know who's kind of similar to what you're doing, but it's not even close, is Jake at Captain Jack's in San Bernardino. And Jake's doing a great job up there. Different than yours. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. His, his touch and feel is um, similar in that he doesn't have armed guards right? You get wanded maybe with a metal detector at the door, but everyone's greeted with open arms. Everyone comes in and they're, you know, it's a very comfortable experience yeah. there. How, how are you doing with lounges in Vegas? Do you have lounges yet? Cannabis uh, lounges? No, we, got, we don't, uh, uh, 
we thought we were going to get them. We got a new governor in. We supported them, but uh, the lobbying of the uh, gaming, the 900-pound gorilla, didn't really want the competition. So they they've got everybody to uh, the last session to say we need a two-year moratorium to study it. Oh what God! Study. There's nothing to study. There are no lounges, right? There's none. So they got it on. We have one more year to wait, and they're going to vote on it again, whether it's allowed or not. We mm-hmm. have about 12,000 square feet put, as- put aside for a consumption lounge and a full-blown club. Uh, even in the club, you'll walk outside on the outside patio, 15, to, uh, 15 feet in the air. There's going to be a splash pool up there four inches deep. You dance in the water. You look at Vegas with all the life behind you. You smoke cannabis. There's going to be nothing like it in the world. That sounds amazing. I mean, I wish yeah, you would. We've got a lot of ideas. Because, you know, we just, it's uh, just no, exciting. I love doing it. It's incredible. I mean... You're the right guy to talk to. I love you. Great, great inspiration here for me. I like talking. Have you been into Planet 13 yet? I have not because uh, I was just growing my brand and getting my my stuff out. So my team went down there for the last, um, what was it, MJ BizCon, I believe. Yeah. And most of them came home with COVID. <laughs> well, if you get over, I'd love to give you a behind the scenes tour, give you a show you that people don't see and what's going on. It's pretty amazing. What, uh, what I, I would absolutely love it. I would absolutely love it. So um, when we come back from the next break, uh, I just want to talk to you about, um, we, we have something called Stony Story here on my podcast. And it's just a story where it's someone, you already kind of hit it though with your bomb loading <laughs> story. But if you have something that affected you or someone, an employee or something just doing something goofy, people at home like to hear these things because- Maybe we'll tell you how we came up with Planet 13. That's from 1969, how it started, so. Okay, we'll hold that thought until we get back from the break and we'll we'll come right back to you, Larry. All, All right. right, so we're coming back. And once again, this is brought to you by Shuggies, S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S at Shuggies.com, the sweet, sweet, take anywhere treat. Agave and sugar available in 20 packs at a dispensary near you. We'll be right back with Larry Scheffler. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with the bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. 
how sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Dazed and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, and tonight we're very happy to have Larry Scheffler here, co-CEO of Planet 13. Larry, let's hear a stony story about Planet 13 and where that title came from. So Planet 13 came from uh, when I was, uh, I got out of high school, working at a gas station, ready to go in the Air Force, Vietnam War was going on. And I got a friend come from California, up in a little town called Barnesville, Minnesota, right outside of Fargo, right? Yep. Uh, she said, you want to buy a joint? Well, I've heard about it, but I've never smoked. So we buy one. Gives me a little sticker with a 13 on it and a circle around it. I go, what's that for? He said, put it on your dad's station wagon or your car if you got one. It tells your buddies, like a secret society, that you smoke marijuana. Oh, my God. What the hell does 13 have to do with marijuana? He goes, the 13th letter of the alphabet's the M. Oh, okay. So we put it on the cars. You're driving around. Hey, look at Bobby Anderson smokes. And Jimmy Johnson smokes. I didn't know that. The parents didn't know. We're all talking about it. Yep. I'm talking to Bob, my partner, about it. We're trying to build the largest in the world. So he said, what we call it? Planet 13, since we're building largest on the planet. And that's how we come up with, actually came up with the name of Planet 13. That's a great one. I love that. Now, did the local authorities ever catch on to this 13 gimmick? Only when uh, only when I tell them the story. I've only okay. had two or three people that remember because they're not as old as me. I'm, you know, 70. So okay. uh, <laughs> the uh, I've only heard two or three people done it because now, of course, the new one is 420 and, and that's all fine and dandy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Not when I well, was... So um, going into, you know, the future here and expansion within Nevada, do you have other cities in Nevada or is just Las Vegas your, your sweet spot? You're just going to Las Vegas, Vegas is a sweet spot. It just, we'll just cannibalize if we do any more. We'll probably, if we get our other license that we've been working on, we'll do our first one. We open for only a year till we built the big one mm-hmm. uh, over on Sunset Indicator. We'll open that one. Other than that, we won't open any more in Las Vegas. So we'll really just do one in each major city. Again, anymore, we think we're cannibalizing. Nothing up in Reno or Sparks or anything like that? No, not even interested at all. Yeah, it's a a different market, isn't it? A different market completely, yeah. And it's not, it doesn't have the volume. We need the size when we're doing something like a superstore. The other cities we talked about are perfect uh, for what we're looking at. We've been to each of the cities. We've talked to landlords and guys that have contacted us and want us to be an anchor in their their location. And Mm -hmm. the locations they picked out for us, are some of the best in those cities, literally the best. We just, we can't believe they, they took the time to, to search us out and ask if we'd be interested in, uh, in moving in there. Yeah. Well, and you know, before we get off the air here, this, uh, you're of a certain age, I'm of a certain age and it's kind of like, it's a, an exciting it's, road. It's just a pop compared to my age. So <laughs> no, I'm not that far behind you, Larry. So, uh, you know, it's kind of like this rodeo. It's a fun one to ride in, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a different, it's a different one, right? Well, it's once in a lifetime, right? Don't really yeah. wish we were around in 33 when gambling was legalized. Those names are still on top of the hotels or when oh, yeah. alcohol became legal. This is a yeah. chance of a life with the last sin going public or going legal. Yeah. We thought we want to take advantage of this. Well, we'll never see another thing like this. It's interesting landscape and it's just, it's fun to be there. Um, I wish the regulations were a little laxer and I wish yeah. the uh, schedule one would just go the F away because it doesn't need to be there. Uh, I don't know if it's big pharma just squeezing to keep it at schedule one right now. I, you know, you can be conspiratorial, but certain people have certain things to gain. By uh, keeping I'm it conspiratorial. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. Absolutely. I agree with you. Well, I think you and I are 
on a similar political Point plane, Larry. Yeah. We, need to, <laughs> we need to have a longer conversation. Yeah. And by the way, Larry, I think I have talked to you about four years ago. I think I talked to your partner, Bob. Okay. And, and he gave me, I call it the $20,000 phone call because uh, we talked for probably an hour. And he gave me some of the best advice I've ever had with regard to the cannabis space and expansion and doing too much too soon. And it was a great conversation. So I don't know if Bob remembers that, but he gave me some great advice and I, I really appreciate oh, yeah. it. Yeah, so, no, you've, you've got to be cautious too. Just like, you got to use your sense. And a lot of these guys are spending money like hitting the candy store. And that is, it's going to come back and haunt you. And it is right now haunting many of them as we, as oh, we we all know who those people are. I won't, I won't out them here, but you know, a lot of people, you know, you always hear the stories about the first thing these guys do is buy a boat and buy a Ferrari. And it's like, Oh, I know it. Oh, that's yeah. So we're sitting, we're fully funded in, in California with everything. We're fully funded here. We have no debt here. We have no debt in California. So we're very lucky and try to do it the right way that we built our own businesses. And pretend it's your, we want to pretend it's our money, even though we're a public company. It's my money. I want to say every penny I can. Well, that's, that's because I, you've been in business for 40 years. Larry, Larry, you've been in business a long time. And when I sold my business in the fortunate circumstance of my zoning in West Oakland changing overnight to triple my building's value because of cannabis, I got out and I paid all my debt down and I got everyone left happy. Everyone left the table happy. And that was a good feeling for me and for them. And so anybody out there who's thinking about the cannabis world, try to keep it clean, slim, don't do too much, and don't buy a boat or Ferrari with other people's money. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Larry, this has been a great, great time, and I look forward to meeting you in person. And uh, I will be in. look me up. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Larry. And thank you for being here on Days and Infused. You're welcome. Thanks. Once having. again, this is brought to you by Shuggies, S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. Available at shuggies.com and dispensaries throughout California. Thanks, Larry. We'll see you soon. Great. Thanks again. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.